Mims, me, Agnes McAllister, your anchor, but tonight we're throwing it out to my husband, Guy McAllister. Yes, at the Super Bowl. Yay, Guy. What? Why? Give us a rundown of the game, hippie. All right. Um, shh. Turn that fucking music around. That's right, this is your point. Super Bowl with Guy McAllister. Just give you a quick rundown of the game if you missed it. Game started kind of rough for Kansas City as Travis Kelce began by yelling at his own coach on worldwide television. That took fucking nuts, man. Is that how Taylor yells at you when she's been drinking, had a bad day at work? Does she hit you when you back sash her? I enjoyed watching the celebrity commercials, I suppose. All these, yeah. I didn't get the Robert Kennedy Jr. ad very much. Did the bullet go through your dad's head into yours somehow, you dipshit? Ha! It's a fair question, ain't it? Am I allowed to ask a question? What was I talking about? Super Bowl, yeah. For that matter, I really didn't fucking pay too much attention to the game coming. What are you coming. doing? I told you I'd be... You had to carry us for less than a minute so I could pee. Well, I was getting to the good part, and you, you interrupted me, and I was... Report the game. I, what happened? Okay. Hey, Lou. Hey, hey man, did you bet... Yeah, did you, I, you cover that spread? Yeah. Well, I... Damn it. Uh, I, uh... The game guy. Yeah, I was a sleeper. That wasn't until Usher's Superfly halftime show. Hey, man, how about that diverse audience? Yeah, everybody was in that audience except white guys. Still, Usher, being super sweet and super fly, put on one hell of a performance. I dug it. My only issue is this. Man, when everybody is in the fucking show, who gives a shit? Yeah. Loses some of its luster. Reminds me of my hometown parade back in Oshaleta, Oklahoma. Nobody wants to hear that shit, guy. The whole fucking town was in the parade. There wasn't anybody on the side of the street to watch it. What about Usher? You dig? Right. What about Usher? Does every fucking R&B artist have to prove they have nipples? Do we have to have nipple proof on the fucking TV all the time? You know, why don't you just start sucking on your own nipples right there in front of everybody? Get over yourself. Anyway, one team hungry, one team full. And is it just me or did Travis's ass just look a little fatter yesterday on TV at that Fucking gut bouncing around. Yeah, well, you should stop dining at the Y. You're gaining, buddy. Mahomes got the ball and uh, threw it to Usher. In the NFL, threw it to another commercial. Probably cost $20 million for 30 seconds. Hell if I know. All I know is I don't even understand what the fuck anybody's selling anymore. Yeah. Everybody keeps jerking off in the camera trying to steal the limelight just for a second so they can stay relevant. Hey, just whore your shit and get off my TV, would you? I mean, did I catch a 
Tampax for Men commercial in there somewhere, you fucking pussies? What are you doing? Waiting, waiting for an answer? Huh? Guy! What? We're live! Oh, I know. Hold that. Shit. What really irritated me the most about the game is it was hard to get an instant replay because the NFL... Now, having the marketing team that they do felt it necessary to constantly do shots up in the stands of Taylor Swift and her girlfriends all locked shoulders, standing, jumping up and down, their little C-cup boobs a-bouncing and shit. Yeah. I'm sorry, what's the score again? Oh, yeah. All locked up. And we went to OT. Moody did his best. McCafferty proved that, yeah, white men can run. But... The star of the game, the bell of the ball out of Kansas City, Corey McCole, Hardman Jr., bringing it home. Hardman, a foot race, escapes and scores! That's right. Holy shit, Kerry Hardman. That was kind of a big fucking deal, dude. Oh, man. Travis, you better be shitting yourself. That's right, Kelty. That two-minute warning, Travis, was the real deal today. Yeah. <laughs> Is there room in Taylor's bed for another receiver? Yep, you found it. Stan the Joke Man Show. Will you just fucking listen to me? here and get right down to business. I don't do this show to make fucking friends. I do this show to tell you how I feel and I consider myself a very fair, decent person who knows both sides of the fucking tracks. Let's talk some shit about us. That's right. The only thing is, the shit that comes out of this mouth is sincere, genuine. It's the best part about the Stand the Joke Man show and I welcome you. And my goodness, have you guys been tuning in for the past week? It's, I was on vacation. I took a week vacation, okay? I was fucking exhausted. And, uh, you know, just a lot of family stuff and everything going on. Had to get away. But I noticed something. As soon as I shut the fuck up, everybody starts listening. (laughs) Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man show. And I want to say thank you to my new, brand new... we got to do the top 10 listeners. I gotta, I'll got i make it quick and not beat it up too much, but let us I want to say hello to number 10, Denver, Colorado. And I sure appreciate it. You guys have been banging in anyway, but now your numbers are really going through the roof. Top 10 listeners, Dan, the Joke Man Show. Coming in at number 9, the Gang of Jersey, Sea Caucus in particular. Thank you. Coming in at number 9, all of my friends up in Boardman, Oregon. Coming in at number eight. That's right up there by the Shining Hotel. And I want to tell you something. Boardman, Oregon, if you've never been there, that is absolutely one of the most beautiful, pristine places in the country. 
Here is the shocker, folks. Are you ready for the shocker? The shock of your fucking life? Or you don't give a fuck. But it surprised the hell out of me. If you've heard my audio book, Bombing Down Poinsettia, you're not going to be surprised at all. Coming in at number seven. Pain shock. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I got shotgun. Uh, yeah. Well, I keep wondering. Bangkok! Wow. That's right. Look at all the pings I'm suddenly getting out of Bangkok, Thailand. These are either the girls who work in the houses over there, or these are intellectuals. Or both. Me and Travis County are going to Luby's. Stan the Joke Man Show's top ten worldwide listeners. Coming in at number six. Salt Lake City. Right. It's another beautiful part of America. I love the Mormons. Absolutely. That's my connection with Salt Lake City. I've never been there. But when I did manage apartment building up in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, when I was going through college, I managed an apartment building in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. How would you like to have me as your landlord? If you've listened to my book, Bombing Down Poinsettia, can you imagine being late on rent with me as your landlord and I got a fucking master key? Right. Let's pay our rent on time. <laughs> yeah, so I can take it and run out to the casino and try to triple it before I tell the uh, owner of the building that I was robbed. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Salt Lake City and the Mormons. Uh, the, uh, my connection with Salt Lake City and the Mormons are this. Listen, while I was going to college managing that apartment building, working part-time at a television station, interning at a radio station, and I was going, there's no bullshit, I was going through scripture study simultaneously to get my credentials to be a reverend. While I was managing that building, everybody's always mean to the Mormons. They slam the door in their face. Not me, man. I say, y'all get your asses in here. It's fucking hot out. Get in here. You're going to rest. And I get them off them damn stolen bikes or whatever. I don't know where they got their bikes. Those are nice bikes. I don't think they could afford those fucking bikes. I think they stole them. But anyway, it didn't matter. Hey, we're all human beings and we're all fallible. So I didn't bite their asses in and we would sit there and we'd talk scripture. We became really good friends. No, I'm not Mormon. I'm not really anything. I'm just here. That's it. Hold on. Time out just for a second. I gotta get the name of this fucking weed. I <laughs> Uh, all right, here we go. The top five cities that are now tuning in full-time to the Stand the Joke Man show include New York City! Hell yeah! New York City. Coming in at number five, at number four, Okmulgee County, Oklahoma. Oh, you bet your sweet ass, New York. You got your butt whipped by Okmulgee County, Oklahoma. Some folks are born made to wave the flag. Ooh, they're red, white, and blue. And when the band waves hail to the chief, ooh, they point the cannon at you. No, it ain't me. It ain't me. I ain't no senator, son. It ain't me. It ain't me. 
that'd be my home right here, number four. Coming in at number three. I'm ever so grateful for my neighbors and my friends out of Kansas. Kansas. Listening big time, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you very much, my neighbors and my friends. Number two. Stan the Joke Man Show's second biggest listener is the Big Fucking Dang. but it means a hell of a lot to me to have y'all listening. I myself am a West Dallas kind of guy. I just, I love it over there. I do. I always, um, you know, set up shop in one of them Spring Hill rooms and then I fucking hit the Zena, go get some fucking good sushi and Dealey Plaza, you know, so I can... Well, kind of take over tours and show people what really fucking happened. You know, that kind of thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, the fucking fact is. That's just where I always drag my family is over to West Dallas. I just, I prefer it over there. I, I don't know what I said. I, I like going over to the Galleria to shop. We'll Uber our fucking asses over there. Go catch a game or something. But back to West Dallas to spend the night. I would have been friends with Clyde Barrow. You bet your ass. I, yeah, pro- probably not for very long. But <laughs> what was that babbling about? Oh yeah, I'm just fucking blown away that you guys are listening, and I'm really flattered. Which brings me to Stan the Joke Man shows numero uno listener. Wow. Los Angeles, California. There's nothing fucking original about my story, really. I mean, it's... <laughs> but it's certainly worth, uh... Yeah. Follow the Moscow Down to Gonky Park Listening to the wind Of change to tell it in my book, and I'm going to have the conclusion to Bombing Down Poinsettia coming up uh, real soon. Um, probably have the conclusion of Bombing Down Poinsettia this Thursday night at 8 p.m., okay? Don't hold me to it, but i got to go take care of my mom. But um, listen, Los Angeles, I am fucking blown away. I've got tracks all over that city. Orange County all the way up to fucking... Um, yeah, Carson, Compton, Inglewood, Long Beach, Bellflower, Lakewood, Long Beach, big time. Yeah, fucking roundabout. Have I changed? In some ways, yeah, for the better. But for the most part, are you fucking kidding?
been listening. Let's get right into the news here. I knew they were going to do it. I knew they were going to do it. They dug up Pauline Pusser. That'd be Buford Pusser, walking tall. Yeah, they dug up his wife. <laughs> you bet your ass. Buford Pusser is a fucking myth, folks. I strongly encourage you to check out Mike Elam's book. Buford Pusser, The Other Story. Elam, he, hey, he speaks with direct relatives of the Hathcocks, who were no angels. Let's get that right, but it's worth a look. Mike Elam, Buford Pusser, uh, the true story, or I'm sorry, Mike, if you hear this and I got the title wrong. I, uh, I'm stoned out of my fucking mind, okay? Hey, I'm a good pitch man for you. You got to admit that. So anyway... Hey, would you autograph a book for me, bro? This isn't a payola thing, and I'm not saying, but if you have an extra one laying around, like one that you got a copy stain on and you can't sell or anything, I'll wipe my dick off and give this to somebody. Yeah, give me that one. Don't wipe your dick off with it. I'm just saying I'd I'd be honored to have, I'll pay for the fucking book. If I could I get a discount if it has a coffee stain on it? Anyway. <clears throat> Buford Pusser, the true, the true story. I think. Anyway, I really hurt for Pauline Pusser and her children, all of them. Look, CSI looks at the photographs of that crime scene and just go, "No, absolutely not." If Pauline Pusser was really gunned down on New Hope Road with him in that car by the Dixie Mafia, if that really went down the way they Buford said, why was there blood spatter on the front of the fucking car? Look at the door. What's up with that dry spot? That doesn't make sense. Was she placed there? Oh, yeah. That's how come Pauline Pusser's body has been exhumed. They're looking at that whole case again because you got to remember, folks, Buford Pusser was actually arrested, extradited, and tried for knocking off a Hathcock-owned nightclub with a couple of his buddies, damn near killing the owner, W.O. Hathcock. There needs to be justice for Pauline Pusser, and I am sick and fucking tired of Americans blowing themselves on folklore all the time. Heroes come so fucking cheap around here. And you know who pays for it? Women who are terrified because they're in a domestic situation. Women like Pauline Pusser who are just trying to protect their kids and they end up getting their fucking head blown off by their own goddamn husband. And it's covered up and they make a hero out of the cocksucker and hang medals around the necks of truly honorable, fearless lawmen in the name of that son of a bitch. You're damn right I've got a direct connection with cops. I've got brothers and a son. That's why this shit really pisses me off. I'm not anti-cop. I am pro never should have been a fucking cop in the first place. That's where it needs to start, motherfuckers, at the academy. All right, let's move on to some happier news. 
Uh, Lunar New Year was this past Saturday. It's the end of the year of the dragon, and some bang shoe master con artist said that Taylor Swift is she's born in the year of the snake, and so is Donald Trump, or who gives a shit? Uh, um... Donald Trump is blowing through legal fees. Holy shit, is he blowing through money. Big time. I'm sure crimes are being committed as we speak with political funds. I mean, I don't know any of that, but <laughs> come on. They say he has about $400 million in his cash coffers. And they say, they say he's been pilfering his uh, political funds to uh, try to keep him you know, out of prison because he's also having to bankroll... Don Jr.'s legal fees, Eric, Weisselberg, Ivanka. What the hell is wrong with all you? the Mar-a-Lago conspiracy conspirators and shit. Yeah, they he has to cover all their legal fees too. That's right. Who pays you? All the co-conspirators in that Georgia election case. He has to cover them legal fees too. That is yeah. crazy. It seems like there's somebody else that might need legal insane. assistance. <laughs> It cannot be explained. <laughs> Fuck you, man. You sold your soul, bro. You sold your soul, and you showed up your fucking fake hair dye and all that shit leaking down. That's right. You know what's hilarious about this whole thing? Rudy, you knew better. You knew that fucking snake was going to turn on you. You knew it. Everybody believes they're the fucking exception. And you get your world handed to you in pieces. What's left of it? I, I find it absolutely stunning that in Rudy Giuliani's bankruptcy listings, he has he has, he has Donald Trump listed as a potential predator. <laughs> You can't make this shit up. Rudy Giuliani's filing for bankruptcy. And he's got Donald Trump listed as a potential predator. Oh, God. Oh, man, I love watching the wicked fall. This is hilarious. Okay, I'm sorry. I shouldn't wisp ill on anybody, but Rudy, man... <clears throat> I say to you, and I say to every fucking spoiled brat in America who sold themselves out in their soul, own your shit and humble yourself, you arrogant cocksucker. Let's move on. You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. I've been on vacation, so I haven't checked my fucking mail, okay? So... I'm I'm going I'm using I I'm not reusing letters but I still got some old letters that I'm using so hey be happy I'm getting to these okay this is witch doctor advice coming from a crackhead uh, spent a month in a coma when I I don't know I woke up and clears your brain do you stand my daughter's husband is a toxic bully who refuses to get a job Holy shit, I've never fucking heard of that. A wonderful daughter has her doctorate 
She is a hardworking professor, a job she loves. Her husband, Phil, has three... Hey, bitch, is this letter about your sister or you? Phil is rude, disrespectful, stunningly immature, a bully, toxic, blah, blah, blah. He drinks too much and goes to the gym three hours a day. Okay. You trying to screw him? Um, I worked as a psychiatric social worker. Oh, I worked as a psychiatric social worker. My wife of 42. Oh, you're a dude. Okay. My wife of 42 years who has never said one negative thing about anybody refers to our son-in-law as the grump. Their 10-year-old... What? It, get to the point, motherfucker. I fully understand we don't control anybody else and often cannot even influence their choices. No, you can't. Over the years, we have spent many nights in tears. We wish we could keep our daughter and grandson and give Phil a one-way ticket. Our daughter seems reasonably happy in the marriage, but we suspect she's afraid to say anything for fear of being bullied. Stop living! On fucking what ifs. What the fuck are you doing? Stop fucking guessing, you fucking maniacs. The fuck is wrong with you? Has anybody fucking said anything? You chicken shits. Stop dragging me into your bullshit. You don't even know what the fuck is going on for sure. Thanks for the letter. Dear Stan, I recently celebrated my sixth anniversary sixth anniversary of sobriety. I keep having the same issue pop up time and time again, and I'm not sure how to deal with it. Okay, cool. Maybe I can help. I've been I've only been clean for eight, but if I'm invited to dinner with a friend or a group, when the bill comes, someone usually suggests splitting it between the number of people there. My issue is that my water and my salad come out to an average of three thirty dollars. Including the tip. Meanwhile, other members of the group ordered several alcoholic beverages, which in L.A. aren't cheap. The first time it happened, I'd had dinner with a friend and left the restaurant asking myself why my tab was $80 when it was normally 40 when a polite way of expressing that I would like to pay only my portion of the bill. I don't want to seem cheap, but fair is fair. Fuck yes! Once again, here we go. You're not saying a fucking thing. You just sit there and take it. You are not required to spread your ass cheeks, ma'am. No, you don't have to take it in the butt. You can say no, exit only, motherfucker. If I got water and a salad and somebody tried to charge me 30 bucks, I'd mace the motherfucker because they're trying to rob me. Thanks for the letter. Your friends are totally jerking you around. What else we got? Dear Stan, I'm gay, but women keep coming on to me. Congratulations. Congratulations. I'm not even going to read the letter. You should be fucking flattered. Absolutely. A lot of people out there would be happy if someone would see them at all. Why don't you take some of that self-love and go share it on somebody who's ugly as shit and make them feel beautiful. I'm not gay. But I had gay roommates, including my friend Sandy. He didn't have anywhere to go. 
and I was not going to watch him sleep on a fucking bus stop, and I brought him back to the apartment. Yeah, I made a deal with him. Hey, man, as long as I don't fucking see it, you stay until you get on your feet. You got food and shelter here. Stay out of my fucking bed if you want to live, but and don't let me come home and see you doing it on my couch. You dig? If we can live by that ground rule, you're my brother and I got you. Okay? Yeah, well. Oh, yeah, the point is, one day, Sandy said, damn, Stan, you know, every day your ass just looks better and better. I'm like, Sandy, you got to get the fuck out now, man. You got to, you crossed a line now. <laughs> no, that's not true. He said that, but I didn't make him leave. And no, but I didn't spread my ass cheeks. That's the point. What was I babbling about? Oh, yeah. It must be nice to be revered and loved by so many fucking people when there's so many people out there that would just like to have a couple of seconds that somebody would even take a second to fucking look at them. You know, those people that look at you that drive you nuts, that you're gay, I bet are some of the loneliest women in the world and they'd love to have a fucking friend. Yeah. Stop being so closed off, you fucking prick. I'm not saying you have to get them pregnant or go to bed with them. Doesn't mean you can't go out... Well, I had a friend named Fuat, and my friend Fuat was gay, and he went to fucking, <laughs> Fuat went to fucking Times Square with a woman, yeah, on an invitation to go see a Broadway musical, not knowing she didn't know he was gay until they ended up in the hotel, and it was real, yeah. Now, she won't take gay for an answer. She ain't no fucking friend. So. Thanks for the uh, letter. Finally, last one here, and then we got to roll. Dear Stan, my husband's di disgusting porn addiction is a major turnoff for me. Okay, how long have y'all been married? Dear Stan, my husband looks at pornography. I find it disgusting. It turns me off. I feel that if he has to look at it, it means I'm not good enough or sexy enough for him. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. I'm not endorsing pornography, which I love, by the way. But I do. I do. Uh, I do endorse him hiding it because he doesn't want to make you feel insecure. Ma'am, your husband is a monkey spanker. Has nothing to do with you. It's between him and the monkey. Yeah. Just they got their tools for the first time. Let them work. Stop comparing yourself to fucking porn. How about that? He doesn't watch porn around me, but he gets pop-up ads on his phone all the time. So I assume he looks at it frequently. There we go. That assumption shit again. No, I've got it all over my fucking phone. My wife knows all about it. Just be happy and accept the fact that he's fucking human. He's probably going to look at porn once in a while. He married He married your ass. He's, he's looking at that one, but he married yours. That's right. He contract on this sweet ass. <laughs> See? Proof of ownership. This is my sweet cheeks. Sweet cheeks and Ann. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, I got to roll. Yeah, I still haven't even unpacked from the fucking vacation. My wife's really getting pissed. Hey, 
I want to say thanks once again to everybody around the world who is tuning into this show. I'm going to have a lot to say come Wednesday, I'm sure. All right? All right. Probably tomorrow, too. You never know when I'm going to throw shit on, but I'm really humble and thankful and grateful that you hear me. Stan the Joke Man Show's product, Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting for the Boys Room Studio here in Henrietta, America, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon on Apple, Amazon, and whoever the hell's, whoever doesn't censor me or block me out there. Anyway, I will uh, be back Wednesday, bombing down Poinsettia, coming up Thursday, I believe. Until then, Viking deals with you. Brings tears to my eyes.